Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Will here at Schedule Fly, and I'm excited to have Chris Bredesen on the phone today. Uh, actually, my my second interview uh, or conversation with a restaurant owner from California here the next few few uh, or over the last few weeks, and second in a row. I just spoke with Mihal Miley up in uh, Silicon Valley, and Chris is down in Manhattan Beach in the Los Angeles area. At his house right now, but he's a uh, owner of the Rockefeller. He's got a bunch of locations, a really very well-run, uh, excellent group of restaurants, and have a lot of respect for Chris. And enjoyed having him on the podcast a couple years ago. And Chris, thanks for jumping on today. Thanks for having me. It looks like you did the Northern California interview, and now the Southern California interview. No cow v SoCal. That's right. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, there is no no v right now. They were all in this together. That's for sure. There we go. I agree. Yeah. Um, but I am a Dodgers fan, so I, I will say that. Okay. We're going to get baseball back eventually. <laughs> Boy, I hope so. I would love some baseball right now. My goodness. And they're going to be they're going to be good this year. Yeah, no kidding. Well, you know, they were good a couple years ago when the Astros cheated, but we won't go there. That's okay. We That's won't okay. go that route right now. <laughs> Let's Too sensitive right now. <laughs> yeah, let, let, let's 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 focus on the positive. So, uh, well, you know, so look, we're um, first of all, thank you for for doing this. You have a lot going on. We are really trying hard to speak to owners around the country, find out, you know, what's going on there locally, um, what your plans are, what you've, you know, you, what you know you may have to change about the business, what you uh, think about this. Uh, PPP program and um, mm-hmm. you know anything else, man. But um, you are first of all. Let me just uh, personally, you're you're good. Family's good. Everybody's safe and yeah, well. Everybody's everybody's good. Uh, people are uh, we're getting to see the family every once in a while, and and uh, it's my wife and I are here and got our little dog and and uh, yeah, the rest of the family's good. And my brother actually lives right below me. Uh, so get to see him as well. And, and, uh, we're just trying to exercise a lot to be totally mm. honest with you and, and yes. to, uh, give this an opportunity to improve the business, the businesses, um, by getting even more organized and trying to make it so that when we are able to open back up that we're going to be firing on all cylinders. So that's, that's kind of the plan and that's the best that you can do during a time like that and like this. Well, I'm glad you're doing that, uh, and I know you've always been. You've been athletic, and you were a surfer, and you've been, you know, dialed into that. I'm glad you're doing that. I've been doing the same. I think that fitness is a huge thing right now. It cannot be underestimated how important it is to exercise, be outside, get sun, get fresh air, oh, get your heart going, everything. take care of yourself mentally or physically because that's going to help your mental health, which is really challenging right now. Uh, so that's like a foundation yeah. that you've got to have. Um, it's I think it's so critical right now. I, I'm concerned the longer this goes, you know, I just hope people are taking care of themselves because it's going to be so important to be able to just kind of get through all this just, just mentally. And that's not just people that own businesses like you. That's people that work for you and everybody else. Yeah, you can't just sit around and, and kind of hope and see what's going to happen next. you got got to stay active and keep your mind on other things and, Keep your body healthy, which is, again, another reason to, to work out a bunch right now, right? This would be the perfect time to, to do that. And uh, the only downside right now is where I live, the beaches are closed. Um, yeah. don't necessarily agree with that. I think the beaches have a lot of area to work out and people can run on the beach and surf and all this and that. But hopefully that'll 
passed shortly as well, and we gave that a, a run of social distancing um, on the beaches, and hopefully we'll open that back up and give people all their places to work out and get outside and get some sun and kind of, you know, not be stuck in their, in their place and stressed out too much. So, well, so the beat, I mean, are you allowed to go out and run around town? Just not on the beach or what's, what is the story? Yeah, it seems to be different. You know, everywhere. To, it's kind of a touchy subject right now, right? You got 50% of the people think one way, 50 think the other. And, and so, yeah, they've actually shut down the beaches um, and shut down our strand here and, and what that's done actually is everybody's just moved a little bit inland and now they all run on the streets and in the alleyways and um, it's kind of squished people into a smaller area. Yeah. Um, there's like a, a kind of a wood chip path that people walk on all the time and and that's just beyond busy now. And You know, it's tough. It's tough for people to make decisions and uh, some are right, some are wrong and, and uh, only uh, the future history will tell us which one was correct, but um, I look at it from being a beach guy and that I want to be able to run on the sand. And I don't even think I've ever been closer than 10 feet from somebody running on the sand, I'll tell you that. So, but hopefully that opens back up. Oh, I hope so, man. Yeah. Put an effort into it. So, yeah, I saw some dude that got a, like, I think he got arrested for paddleboarding somewhere out there or something like that. Uh, Yeah, I was surfing. (laughs) Well, that's a whole other topic we can discuss, but for surfing Malibu, uh, one of the premier. Uh, waves in the world actually uh, especially for longboarding and it's just an absolute perfect wave and a legendary place and yeah and he went out there and got taken down by the lifeguard boat and the <laughs> sheriff's boat i believe and the sheriffs are on the beach and arrested him and gave him a thousand dollar ticket supposedly and uh <laughs> people have still to an extent been surfing it a little bit and they get out of the water and they get their 500 or a thousand dollar ticket or whatever that number is and um they've gotten much more uh, aggressive on it now so it hasn't been i don't think there's as many people surfing it but it's pretty interesting it's hard to keep surfers out of the water that's the uh, the moral of the story yeah man that's a thousand dollar wave that's all right that is a thousand dollar wave and i know there's people up in malibu you know not to generalize too much on people but they're probably going i'll pay that thousand bucks to go surf malibu right yeah i just got my check from the government man here's your time (laughs) people have said that they're like let's just go ahead and use that check and just go ahead and throw it out there and go surf malibu there you go i mean that you people go golfing i bet they spend a thousand dollars at a crazy expensive golf course right so (laughs) oh easily time for the surfers to pay up a little bit so anyway that's Funny, man. Well, uh, so, ha- um, okay. So how many locations do y'all have now total and how many are open in some capacity doing takeout or what's your story? So I'm in a unique situation. So we have six locations. Uh, we have three of them are one brand and then three are, are, are different, uh, individual ones. And then we actually have a, a music festival that we do as well. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm in the, in the absolute thick of it where, mm. uh, with the restaurants, we've, We've closed two of them for now. Uh, the one that has the brand of three, the Rockefeller. We've closed two, the one in Manhattan Beach, the one in Hermosa Beach. We've kept the Redonda Beach one open because we have a real high-quality coffee uh, shop where we serve some town of coffee in there and do grab-and-go and things of that nature. And then we're doing all of our uh, Grubhub, DoorDash, Postmates, and then our, our, our safe delivery that we do um, out of the Redonda one. Okay. And then the other locations, uh, we have Primo Italia, which uh, we're doing uh, takeout uh, for dinner there every day. And then uh, the one that's that, that's actually still down significantly, but is kind of chugging along is Captain Kid's Fish Market because it's a fish market. Um, and so 
were essential and people have to come in and they got to get their fish and their you know their stuff to cook it with and their sides and and uh that's kind of the situation that we're in there and then um the music festival obviously is completely stopped until we figure out you know when that's going to happen that'll be probably one of the the, the the last things that you know the state will allow um to to start back up again so that's kind of where we're at at the moment mm, okay okay so how is the i mean how's the morale are you are y'all staying in touch with your you know your i'm assuming you furloughed you know 95 percent of your staff or whatever i know you yes. got somewhere yeah, so we furloughed about 180 people. Okay. Uh, we kept on, you know, we're, we're keeping on about 20, I'd say, total between all the locations. Maybe a little more than that. It kind of fluctuates. And what it does, actually, it fluctuates based on our sales. So the more that, uh, you know, the community, which they have been great, they come in and support and they're buying from us, et cetera, et cetera. The, the sales that go up, we bring on more people. Um, and that's just, and that's the best that we can do. And we want to hire as many people as we can. Um, and, and keep people employed. One of the things we do is we send out a schedule fly uh, message almost daily uh, to our staff to give them um, updates on everything that's going on. And even if it's a slow day in terms of not a lot of updates, we just still send them a message and you know tell them a little a little joke or whatever we can do to kind of keep the morale high. But um, there's good days and bad days for sure. I'm really glad y'all are doing that. I was just the last uh, guy I was interviewing me, Hall We were talking about that. About just we've seen Schedule Fly really the message wall and the communication tools have ramped up a lot. Uh, you know more mm-hmm. than normal, just because. And I'm glad you're, y'all are doing that. It, it's uh, so important to stay. Even like you said, if it's just sending a joke to just keep keep people connected, keep people feeling like you know they're. Uh, there's there's something going on with their job or their you know where they they hope to work again and staying connected with their teammates and I mean again since we're so isolated for mental health that's that's smart man I'm really glad y'all are doing that yeah we put a focus on that I think it's really important we've uh, we've given out some personal loans to employees uh, that need it to kind of get by um, everybody's going to get rehired when we when we open back up and um, I think. We, we've been kind of updating people on where we stand going into the PPP program, waiting on that type of funds, et cetera. But one of the things that I actually just got a message from, from one of my employees was um, asking for a little more assistance just on how to get unemployment or mm-hmm. how to process those types of things. And so that's something to where that's one of my tasks I'm going to do today is to send out a really detailed uh, to the staff to, uh, you know, to let them know that, hey, this is exactly where you need to go and what you need to do. Um, uh, you know, that's people are looking for help in any ways that they can, and and they, uh, as an employer, you know, they trust us to have a bunch of the answers, the answers, and sometimes we don't, right? So, um, whatever any information that I can give them is good information, and again, that's one of the things I'm going to do, and going to do it on schedule five. That's awesome, man. Are are y'all? Um, so you applied for through PPP? Was it like? for each location separately is that how that works yeah yeah so so we so each location different llc so uh we apply for the ppp um i gotta give i use adp for my payroll very impressed with them because they had a a report uh that they put together a very simple literally one click of a button that tells you what that number is that you can apply for adp okay that's great good for adp glad to hear it impressed with adp in that regards yeah so that was great good and by the way with 
with the government, which I don't fault in any sense because this is out of control what's happening, but they keep, they're, they're, they're moving the goalposts a little bit, you know what I mean? And so ADP is constantly having to update their formula and their, and their yeah. sheet and stuff like that. But yeah, it was very impressive. So we did that. And then some people, I know in different areas, it's all different big country, right? So in different areas, some people are going through community banks. And, and I, I've actually heard that the community banks have gotten that money much faster than the bigger banks, which makes sense to me, actually, because they're smaller and they can power through it and kind of get what's needed quicker. Um, uh, my banking's all mostly bigger banks. And so uh, Bank of America, Chase, et cetera. And so um, I applied right away, you know, felt like I was one of the first people to apply. You know, <laughs> Who knows, right? Sites, you know, goes down a couple of times. Come on, got to get it in there. Made it happen. <laughs> and um, so still uh, no money yet, though. So as of uh, April 16th, uh, no money yet. Uh, waiting for it as soon as we get that money to be you know it's it's going to be used towards getting employees back hired um this is a great time for training etc obviously we have rents we got utilities we have so many vendors and etc etc so uh, but i think the biggest thing that people should know what what i'm going to do and what i would hope that other uh restaurant owners that that have multiple locations and are gonna gonna eventually be okay would be you know to use that money for staff for training i think what a great opportunity you know to get those systems uh where you want them to be and and to be able to put some money in 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 your staff's pockets at this time and i think it'll go a long way both sides it's a benefit for both parties so well that's a great way to do that um that's not one i've heard yet to be honest with you so it's a really good idea um a lot of people are saying you know that they've got the they either have the money or they're waiting on the money they got the plp number but then the concern being that if they're not open um you know and they don't open for another month or two then all of a sudden they're open and they've already had to pay the money back do you think that the timing of that use of that money should be more flexible than just the day you get it yeah um well, I, I personally think that the day that money comes in, it should be used towards my staff. Yeah. Majority of, I think the number is about 75%. Don't quote me on that, right? But um, I think that that's what it should be used for. And so I'm, I'm calling it training, right? So I'm having yeah. people, you know, staffing up extra than what I need and, and uh, maybe throwing some tasks at people that can do some tasks, which is there's a lot of stuff that, needs to be done at this moment and um hey but look everybody's in a different position right every business owner is in a different position and and uh the amount of bills that i have stacked up right now is scary i mean it's it's literally frightening oh my god it's out of control how much is owed at this moment and uh, our vendors um know that we're in this for the long haul and so they've been beyond uh great because when i have a vendor i really commit to that vendor so they know and everybody's saying hey you know, go ahead and take your time on that. And we know that everybody's going to get back to where you need to go. And, and, uh, but yeah, I think I, I personally use it, use it on the, on the staff, you know, that's what, that's in theory, what the majority of the money's for. And, and, um, but again, there's other business owners that are in way different positions that are like fully day to day. And they're like, I need that money immediately. I need to pay, be paying this and paying that. And I, I totally get it. So, well, um, group people. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I think training is a great way to do it, man. And, uh, 
I'm glad that y'all were able to get approved and get that done. And hopefully the money will be there soon. I did hear today they, you know, it's been tapped out. Like if you don't have a PLP number now, yeah. or, you know, already before today, you're officially, they, they have already used up all the money. They've, they've allocated it. So every PLP number has a certain amount and, and that equals yeah. 350 billion. Uh, I've got to assume that's going to get increased very soon because there surely uh, are plenty more businesses that have still been going through the process and through whatever various snags or hurdles they hadn't gotten a PLP number yet. So um, I think they have to. I think I think the government can't pick winners and losers. That's not agreed. That's not their job. Yeah. Right? So um, just because I mean, like for me, like the site went down a couple times um, on Chase. I mean, they must have just got bombarded when I did it, and it was it was right at the beginning, and so you know, somebody filled it out a couple of days later and now, now that fund is out. I mean, that just doesn't seem, that doesn't seem right to me. And, um, I mean, I'm a pretty conservative guy. That's another couple billion dollars when you spend trillions, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not even funny. It's just out of control the amount of money that's been spent on it. But, uh, I think you, you can't pick winners or losers. No, totally agree, man. Totally agree, Chris. Yeah. Um, yeah. well, um, what I mean, you know, a lot of folks are saying, okay, well, got a lot of time now to kind of revisit the business, think about what changes we need to make in the business. This is sort of first forcing a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, thought and intention and creativity. Have y'all, you and your management team sat down and talked about, you know, changes that you'll deploy in the business? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. We have a full list that we've put together we use this software called Asana. It's kind of a task software. And, and uh, uh, we're going to try to go with a virtual training program, um, okay. which which would doesn't take away from the normal day-to-day training, but kind of gets that, that base of knowledge um, into somebody before they start the first day so that they're, you know, they have that. So we're looking into that type of software and, and uh, something that's kind of like the back end of our websites, right? Kind of an intranet that, allow people to do that um uh, the training is the biggest one i I think to be honest with you not to get specific with us but i think we're gonna we're gonna update our pos system um just because everything is there's so many different pieces everywhere right Mm. there's so many different softwares this and that that it's nice to get things that connect to each other and can communicate with each other um so that's something that uh, we're looking at, um, for example, we use like simple order for our inventory software. And, and so our POS doesn't communicate with that. And so we're kind of doing like double the work to an extent yeah. where if we had the right point of sale system, then I communicated directly. Then all of a sudden, Hey, look, they just talked to each other. And now we've taken out that, that busy work. So, um, love to have the managers have less busy work and more time on the floor talking to customers and, and, uh, uh, managing staff, which is kind of, that's, that's where we're at. Um, maybe the third thing too, is we're putting, we're just kind of updating our, our kitchen, um, recipe books, prep books, making sure that all of our, our, uh, uh, order guides are perfect and, and just things of that nature because, because why not? And again, it funnels right back into the whole training, um, which training is front of house as well as back of house. And, um, I've even thought of not to get into too much detail, but I've thought of no, kind of videoing it. each each dish being made. 
uh, and having that, you know, as an ability for the kitchen staff, again, before they come in and they can be watching these quick videos, you know, just like a fast forwarded how to cook each dish type thing. Might be overkill, but, you know, we've got a lot of time on our hands at the moment. So um, <laughs> we'll see. That's those are kind of the things we're working on right now. I think that's great. And then you can, you can, you know, I mean, that's an expectation you should, you should easily be able to have for folks that you're hiring. Uh, you know, I mean, everybody's got a, the ability to watch something on a device now, um, something yeah. that's easy and yeah. quick. And if they come in and they hadn't watched it, you know, that that'll tell you a lot, um, about their commitment. Yeah, our, our head chef is never, I mean, think about it. For, I mean, that's gotta be one of the biggest time consuming things for him. Right. Which is the training of a new staff and new staff and continuous, right how to do an inventory, how to cook this dish, how to prep a dish or whatever it is. So I think that would go a long way to where, you know, he wouldn't be having to oversee somebody all day for X many days and then he can never get another task done, you know? So it's one of the things that we're looking at. Gotcha. Gotcha. How, now, how about your, uh, how about your real estate, Chris? Do you own any of your buildings or are they all under lease? I do. Yeah, I do. And so, um, we're just, figuring it out you know we're having the business not pay rent for you know however long that that needs to happen for and and uh you know we're we have uh uh we, we have a mortgage on one of them and 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 we're uh, uh trying to go to interest only um for a while and the banks are being super reasonable with us in that regards and and uh yeah it's a crazy time um my dad has a bunch of real estate for a bunch of other restaurants and, and uh, commercial, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, he's just beyond reasonable and telling people, Hey, you know, what can you pay this month, if anything? And, and, you know, this is, let's, let's make sure people have a business to come back to when this is all over. That's kind of the goal. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm not surprised, man. Uh, the, uh, it blows me away. I've heard from some folks who talk about, you know, the, landlords being tough or not making concessions. And I'm just thinking, how myopic is that? I mean, what, that I mean, what's, what me. are you going to do? You're going to go find somebody else to lease your, that spot right now? <laughs> doesn't make, no, no. My dad has a, uh, one of them is literally like a 600 square foot, small, small little office space instead of an office building. And, uh, it usually rents up in 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just anybody would go in there to have it. And right now, no, nobody. It's like, yeah, what are you doing? Why, why would you squeeze somebody right now? And then who are you going to get in the future? And by the way, you're going to miss all those months of rent, no matter what. You can never make that back up. So exactly. that doesn't make any sense. No, I, I yeah. agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. Um, what else, man? What else are you, anything else you want to rap about? Anything that's kind of top of mind right now? Just ready to get back open. Man, yeah. No kidding. We're ready. We're ready. I mean, look. We did a lot of social distancing around here in California. Our numbers uh, uh, are not as bad as, as New York and the East Coast. And, and uh, you know, we're definitely going to continue on until May 1st. And we're told that we're supposed to go until May 15th. And um, I know President Trump is coming up with some uh, a plan today, I believe. Right? Yeah, that's what I heard. It's, yeah. it's Thursday, April 16th. And so we'll see what he says. We've had this conversation before that he's discussed anything. And. And yeah, I mean, we're ready. Um, Got to make sure that the 
cures. How does that go? The disease isn't worse than the cure, or whatnot. The cure isn't uh, worse than the disease. Yeah, which you. that's exactly right. Sorry, no no kidding. Day. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, we uh, we're ready, and uh, we're going to do it safe, however we do it, and uh, want to get life back to normal. And 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 you know, I wish everybody the best of luck, and I hope that everybody um, makes it through, and I hope that there's a business to come back to, and. Everybody's sacrificing employers, employees. It's it's a it's a joint sacrifice, and I can tell you that I want nothing more than things to open back up and to get people back on the payroll and to get the business going back up again in a safe way. And, and we're excited when that happens. Love it, man. Well, you know, I hope that they uh, are able to come up with some way to like an antibody test or something soon, so that mm-hmm. we can figure out. Because I have a feeling that. I think I may have had it, to be honest with you. I don't know. But. I, I think, yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that. I feel the same way, too, you know, but, yeah. All the things, I, you know, I mean, it was, you know, not real bad, but it was weird yeah. symptoms I've never had, like tightening in my chest. And I actually went, I was about, I mean, it was fairly, it was like three or four weeks ago. And, uh, of yeah. course, at the time, they were like, dude, if you're not coughing and having a really high fever, we're, we're not testing you. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What else could you do? So, but anyway, it'd be, yeah. it'd be interesting to see. I think that they'll find a lot of people have, and maybe that'll help speed things along here over the next few months, you know, open back up. But then, you know, if, if we start realizing a lot more people have had it, then maybe people will be a little bit less concerned about, you know, going out and going back to their favorite, favorite establishments and completely um, agree. get everybody back out and enjoying life again, man. Well, listen, Chris, I appreciate it a ton. You know where I'm at if I can ever do anything, of course. And, uh, y'all stay safe and I, boy, I hope they open that beach back up for you soon. That's a, Bummer. Yeah, they're, they're, they're starting to push it, so we'll, we'll see. Hopefully we'll get there. All right, man. Appreciate everything, Thank you very much. All right, take care.